there's people in Bolton that have tried to ridicule me for it publicly. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But obviously, like, pays for his trim every week. Never been a good trim. So I'm not, that, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not that fussed. Like, but people have tried to ridicule me for that sort of thing. And it has, and sometimes had me where I'm thinking, wow, are you actually a West man? Where you, your girlfriend does all the work and you, but then I think, nah, I have to not get it twisted, innit? Planet Fast Podcast, episode four. My good friend. Superlative. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, man. I'm also good, man. Good to yeah. hear. Um, it's so nice to have you today. We've known each other for how long? Probably a good 10 years. I would say ten, 10 years. 10 plus, definitely. That's, yeah, 10. I'd say maybe 11. Or, maybe yeah, 11, 10, 100%. 10, yeah. mm-hmm. I definitely know you since school days. Mm-hmm. I, I will never forget I went to your house. Yeah. Do you remember? You have to tell me, please. What, in your attic? Okay, yeah. Your bedroom? When you mm-hmm. had, do yeah. you not remember? In fact, now, nah, do you know what? I, I remember, weirdly enough, I don't remember you being at my house, but I remember down at the bottom of the street on that same day, you showed me, man, I hate being broke. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh you still remember? Yeah, yeah. That, so that must have been the same day. That's so, it, that was down at the shop next to my house you know if i could i'd probably reproduce the song again just make it 10 times better because <laughs> someone else mentioned that to me like oh i remember that hey, you had a song i hate being broke yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget that <laughs> never ever man superlative mm-hmm. where did the name come from um i was in class literally in year nine um my teacher i'm not gonna give her any credit but my english teacher she said this is what a superlative is and i was like Do you know what because oh, it was called 10 db which right obviously isn't that cool of a name maximum like, yeah, yeah do you know what i mean like maybe when you're producing dubstep which is what yeah. i was going for before then but like now obviously i heard the, the definition of superlative and i thought do you know what to be fair i feel like i could kind of relate that to myself so that, yeah that's, that's me i'll go by superlative that's interesting mm-hmm. and you've stuck by it a lot of people change their names you know mm-hmm. after a bit they grow they grow into a new character mm-hmm. and they want to change their name but you've stuck to it yeah i feel like um i just feel like obviously the, the biggest part for me when i listen to artists is their journey and where they've come from and if you're changing your name all the time then mm. and i feel like obviously other rappers have changed their name but like early on and then they've stuck with it and super early it was a bit of a mouthful some people can't yeah. say it like it's been on BBC people can't say it but it is what it yeah. is I feel like for me that's then my personal goal when yeah. everyone can say superlative then you've obviously made it in it so stick with the name yeah I mean there's a lot of names right now mm, going about exactly I don't think the na- the the error of your name was important is long gone mm-hmm, 100% long gone soon as 21 Savage came on and people like that mm-hmm. like numbers and stuff or I was like, yeah, M1 and all this. I was like, nah, yeah, name, name is gone. Mm. I remember when I had a bit of music thing going on, I was like, what should my name be? Mm-hmm. It has to be the best name in the world. It's not important. Mm-hmm. It's the product. That's true. What you're offering, it's it, what you to deliver. Coming on to product, what do you offer? What type of 
artist would you say you are? Um, because your music is for someone who's just come on who mm. doesn't know who Superlative is. He's just not a rapper in my eyes. Mm. He doesn't just because there's rappers who you know whatever rapping. Mm. You are a very you have a unique touch to your craft. Mm-hmm. Um, explain what do you think? What genre do you think you fall into? I'd say. It's- I'd say it's definitely hip hop if I had to choose one. Okay. Um, because def- obviously it's broad, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot bro- it's a lot more broad. UK hip hop, if you really wanted to put okay. it in the box, but I feel like I take a lot of influence from American rap. So okay. it's kind of like, f- for me, I'm a r- real m- melodic kind of rapper, even though my voice is very mon- monotone. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, because the way that I write music, because I produce music as well, obviously, all yeah. of my stuff is produced myself, I kind of write inside the tune as of just on top of the tune at the same time so uh i'd say i have a lot of american influence and there's certain ways you can twist your voice if you're american that i really wish i could do but obviously i don't want to fake my accent so i'd say i'm as close as you can be to an american rapper with an english accent interesting Mm -hmm. and you don't mind that no because it's completely english it's my accent so it's like no, no, I mean, in terms of a lot of people say, you're trying to be American. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'd just say that's, if, if you had to put it in a box, I'd say it, it's closer to what you class or hear from an American rapper than it is. Do you get what I mean? Yes, like, I do. The UK rap, I wouldn't, like, people, I wouldn't call it grime. I'd, I'd say it's definitely further away from grime than it is closer yeah. to, you, like, American rap. So, yeah. but I still keep my, like, my UK persona. Do you get what I mean? I, yeah, I keep yeah, my yeah, same good. integrity with it, so... I got you. How long have you been doing music for? Mm-hmm. Well, I started out drumming from, a, from an early age. But like taking it seriously to a software level. To a software level. Like just using a software. Talk like, oh, I'm going to download a music software. Okay. Audacity. Yeah, well, my brother, my brother and his mates were using it. Like we went to school with some baseline producers like TRC and them kind of people. So they were all making like baseline 4-4, that sort of stuff. My brother had reason used to produce on my brother's laptop mm. well my brother's computer that was back in like 2000 and, well i would have been in year seven so what even is that 2007 Two, yeah so that's when i first started but i'd say for me myself where i started to know the software a little bit and get put my identity into it rather than just making what i thought my brother wanted to hear i'd say like 2009 maybe 2009 why music why not? I don't know. It's just that's, that's the only way I can express myself. In a, do you know what I mean? Words, I feel but like you could words. Have been painter. Yeah. Oh, no. Dancer. You'd have to come and see me to know I couldn't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, use, I know. I'm saying for the people who don't know. <laughs> no, okay, okay. If you don't know me, I had to use YouTube <laughs> to, le- to, paint, to paint my room in it. So that's the kind of person I am. Music yeah. is the only way I can kind of speak to somebody in a way where you can feel what I'm going through without me trying to articulate it just through... Do you get what I mean? Have you been always a confident person? Um, I wouldn't say I'm 100% confident even still. Because doing music takes confidence. Mm-hmm. A hell of a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you must, have, you must be a little bit crazy to do music mm-hmm. because of the amount of hate you will get. Mm-hmm. It comes with a lot of hate, dislike, this, that, negativity. Yeah. So, like, how, how did you, like, prepare yourself? Be like, See, I'm going to do this. I've never really had much negativity towards it because I feel like I'm, first of all, I'm not lying about what I'm doing. Second of all, I kind of make my music to just express how I'm feeling. So how can you really say much negative about it? Mm. Third, 
like I feel like the music is good. So it's like I don't know. I just feel like I haven't really received any negativity towards really? it. People have followed like the, the thumbs story. down on YouTube. Not really. I, the only person I've ever received a thumbs down from is I had a little bit of beef with this rapper from Bolton. Just literally like name. Uh, yeah. Well, that, do you know what? I'm not even going to shine the light because we've now made we're back friends again. Yeah. But only on a. I suppose it's not even friends. We're just on an okay level. So right. I wouldn't even shine the light on the geezer. If that person came at you again, would you address it? In what sense? Like publicly? If they came out and made a diss track. Well, I have a song which isn't a diss track. It's just explaining the scenario again. And, right. and this is what happened. But in the same way where... Name was, of the song, sorry. The, the song is called Mindy Space. Okay. It's on my project that hasn't come out yet called kind oh. <laughs> of be excused the the, the the infamous project but um it's on there it's also one of my apartment sessions i think it's apartment sessions three maybe so that is out so there. that was the only bit of kind of ever negativity that you had yeah, yeah. your project is like it's probably as long it's gonna take as long as dr j's pro- mm-hmm. dr Dre's yeah. project because it's just never gonna come out mm-hmm. Now, you know what? I've just been, before I came here, I just set up my booth. I'm recording the final song. After we've done this, I'll show you it. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, we're nearly there. I'll have other music on top of that mm. that I feel like I, I can't release yet just because I can't release all that music until you find out where I was then. Do you mm. get what I mean? And obviously, I've progressed further now. Mm. So I don't, I have to let this music go before I let the other music go. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So You're sitting on a lot of stuff. Mm, yes, maybe, maybe like 40, 40 tracks, maybe, maybe, but a lot of them are unfinished. Do you make? Do you think you make timeless music? Um, I don't know yet. I'm not out there enough yet to know. It's timeless to me. I could listen to it whenever, but I haven't had a big enough audience to know if it is timeless. The people around me, and this is what I mean about not having much negativity. A lot of the fans and the people around me that I have are kind of. It's weird, but they are all friends and people that I know and people that I have chilled with and. I do have a bigger fan they base. They know you on a people. personal level. Yeah, and it's not to say like, oh, I've got my fan base is only people that know me, but at the same time, I, I feel like I connect with a lot of them where it is kind of just that. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I ask you mm-hmm. that because artists make a lot of songs mm-hmm. and they end up being hits five years, three years down the line. True. But then artists also make a lot of songs that could have been hits, but mm-hmm. then they just don't release the song okay they come out as leaks or whatever mm-hmm. and then they don't squeeze out as much as they at the end of the day as much as anybody loves doing their craft mm-hmm. it has to pay yeah 100%. big big business side to mm-hmm. anybody's craft mm-hmm. no matter what million percent. and if you're not if you made a hit or if you made a banger or mm-hmm. a sick song mm-hmm. and then it doesn't squeeze out the most you could it's just you know, mm. you're disappointed as an artist, isn't it? Not many people have seen it. And- yeah, true. But I suppose, like, for example, to back that up, what you're saying, I suppose I made two songs within a day of each other. One of them was watching myself and my sister, Karis Jade, watching. I also, the next day, Sarah came around. We made Deliciously Mango. Sarah dropped Deliciously Mango with a video in summer when Afro Beats was on the rise. It's been on Babe Station. It's been on... It's been, all, it's been all over. It's been wow. on Fenty fashion, Fenty beauty. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah it's, it's been all over. It's been on the shade room. Like, wow. It's been all over. So realistically, same vibe, very similar vibe, same instrument, almost a similar drum pattern. We, I didn't drop as because I just didn't like it as much. And I also didn't want to clash with Sarah's vibe at the time because that was Sarah's vibe. And 
even still, Afrobeats is still popping, but it ain't popping like it was in 2018, 2019. And I dropped watching. It still did well, but I dropped it in 2019. The impact of the two. Sarah's songs still get mad amounts of Shazam. Sarah's a very unique artist. She's very, yeah, very, very You sick. do not meet artists like that mm-hmm. every day. 100%. We'll touch on her a little bit because... Uh, I'd love for her to be on the podcast, mm-hmm. but um, I remember when she first came through as a musician because she was a model first, and then it, the transition was a bit: is she really a musician? Mm-hmm. Can she really sing? That was what I saw a bit here and there, but then she took like a bit of gap, and then she came back, and she she just came back mm-hmm. with this unique style, flow, charisma, mm-hmm. and then. She was never partnered up in terms of making music with you. Mm-hmm. She, I think she used to make music somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then she came through and then you and her kind of started making music. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, so pretty much. So yeah. my research is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've, I've known Sarah for even since I was in school. I've known her for quite a bit. Um, even like she was still doing like modeling, I suppose. But she was also doing styling and that sort yeah, of thing yeah. as well. That's how she started doing them, like, m- movies. You yeah, know, like, yeah, the short yeah. styling videos. And from then I thought, wow, Sarah's doing bits, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's doing mad she was bits doing mad the visuals things. were sick. Mad and things. then, obviously, we just somehow come together. And music. like you say, yeah, we just, the music brought it, us together. It's, it's like a mad cocktail, you and her. Mm-hmm. It's two different tastes. Mm-hmm. Just, and you don't know what's going to come out. Yeah. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's just, and when it com- and when the project comes out, when Sarah lets it out, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder how it's gonna sound. I'm really excited. To yes, it's nice. That's all I'm gonna say. A lot of because I, I obviously the live that you played some of the songs where they were sounding like really good. I was mm-hmm. like, I and I had just when's the project? <laughs> what is the project? Because mm-hmm. I want a bit more. I want a bit more. That's but, my fault again, not Sarah's. I'm yeah? just gonna be honest about that. Because like, you're, do you think you're a perfectionist? It's not even a perfectionist. I think I just doubt my own. I, I know I know that it, it can be better than what I can do. So mm. at the same time, I think, do I just, do I try and make it better myself and learn to get better, which is what I want to do, or it's my own stuff, so it needs to sound the best, and do I just delegate that task to somebody else? Mm. And then obviously, Sarah trusts my ability. She's like, cool, let's just drop it. I'm like, no, it doesn't sound right. The, the horns need to be over here. We need, the bass guy, he needs to do this properly. And yeah. She, so I'm... I still don't class that as a perfectionist. I just think if it's going to go out there and people are going to listen to it, the, some of my favorite records are because of how great they sound and the fact yeah. that I can go back and listen to that certain, like, uh, the harmonica on Drake's tune back on, like, Take Care, that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, the yeah. way he's playing that. You never put me back there, I listen to that, and I feel like I'm back in 2013. Mm. And I just feel like that's so important. So You make everything yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, you make the beat, you make the melodies, the singing in your own songs. You do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Why haven't you thought of having someone else come in to do a few melodies or drum patterns and things like that? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of artists, a lot of producers, mm-hmm. they use like someone else for the drums. Yeah, someone else for this. I've, have you done it? Um, I have worked with other people, so I've worked with Mr. Scruff. Um, that was a mad collaboration um, that was very different for me on a producer level because it was like being in a pro- professional studio finally to get what I mean and for, for some people at my level they went to uni they've done all of this they've been in and out of studios so for me it was like this is mad <laughs> and he's like you he just put it to record and he's like cool just we'll just jam so for me it was like blessed there was no expectations and it was just playing and I thought if this is what they do 
when you're already like multi-millionaire, big, big boys selling, <laughs> then I'm ready for this. Like it was cool. But at the same time, the way I write music, I feel like I think about each syllable as it hits. So at the same time, being able to select a drum pattern and it come out. And if I'm like, I can write to you that. Whereas how do you ask somebody to do that without sounding like you're just nagging them all the time? Oh, can you make it sound like this? No, it doesn't sound like this. Okay, can you just make it sound like this? And the thing is about other people, which you'll probably know in any craft is something that might mean something to you is so small to somebody else that they'll miss it. Yes. And you're like, yo, can you just sync the lip up a little bit more? Or yo, it's, it's not moving yeah, right yeah. as I'm. And that's why I don't collaborate as much. There is certain people who just bring it out of me where I'm like, yo, I want to work with you. Not because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want to learn so much from you. And I think that's it. I, don't, I feel like I don't really want to work with people unless I want to learn about their experience and yeah. get their experience and put it on a tune together. Sure. So that's why I haven't really collaborated with mm. many people. It's difficult to collaborate with someone anyways, because if you're giving your energy, mm -hmm. you expect the same energy back. And mm -hmm. if they're giving an energy, you should be doing it same mm -hmm. back. But then... It's also you're collaborating. Mm -hmm. You know that, what I'm that's saying? That's the issue. Like you have to respect what they do. Mm -hmm. th what they do is they do it best. Exactly. Like it's like you collaborating with Sarah. Mm -hmm. What she does, she's doing exactly. her. Maybe mm -hmm. if you're too much uh, finger finger like pushing her this and doing her this yeah. and doing her that, then she's losing her authenticity, exactly. isn't it? And that's but, one thing that we. That's I think that's why Sarah is one of the only people that I can collaborate with so freely. We won't see each other for months. She'll come around, we'll make two tunes every single time she comes. <laughs> Just weirdly, the first tune is always nice. The second tune is usually better, even though it's quick. But it's just because we've just got a process that works. She'll mm. tell me, one sec, one sec, short, turn that down. And I'm like, yo, one sec, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. That was horrible. Do it, do, do it again. Or, and she'll say, okay, I want to do it like this. i yeah. say, maybe try it like this. And we just work so well. Same with my sister. But only those people, really, that I have collaborated with at the minute. What's the most views or numbers you've had on a song probably the mr scruff one uh read all about it i'm i don't yeah, probably on about fifty thousand now on 50, spotify yeah which is probably the highest i'm gonna ask you point blank mm -hmm. why do you think you haven't blown mm -hmm. yet by blown i mean to any normal person blown is obviously viral mm -hmm. or a big feature charting mm -hmm. Uh, these are the things with music anyways, you know? Yeah. Um, why do you think? Uh, first part being, with any business, you need consistency. So if you have a product, you need to be consistently selling the product, which, as we've known from the first 10 minutes, I keep a lot of stuff back, which means how, do you, how can you market stuff if it's not fresh and it's okay people knowing that you're out there, but you need to be giving them new content regardless of if you're selling socks or if you're selling music. So that's my biggest downfall is inconsistency. But also, there's certain things that you can do, not to fast track, but to get the boost in it. Well, let's just cut, cut it straight. Getting signed to a label and that sort of thing, they will do things for you as an artist that you don't have to do. And they're When you're independent. Yeah, and they're experts at it. And not only that, they have the power to push things and compete with and things. Not and not only that, they'll give you deadlines. Yeah, little, but even little things like that, well, that comes down to the inconsistency thing for me. But the deadline's cool, but sometimes for me, I don't like to work under that kind of deadline-y pressure, which is cool, but I suppose it's But like, that's what it takes, though. Yes. Album needs to be out February 15th, yeah. or else this guy's album is out February 20-something. Yeah, true. When you put it like that. you're in the same week. Mm-hmm. That's true, but then the kind of person I am, and this is, this is another reason why 
I haven't popped it yet is because I'd say, okay, well, just wait till next week then. I'll wait till the mm. 26th then. I don't want, if, we, if you don't want to compete on the 15th, wait till the 26th because the music will be so good that it will bang. And that's the issue mm. is re- sometimes I just put faith in the music, but you have to realize that the business side is the most important in the music industry. It's if you can't package it right, if you it drop is. a project in two days it and is. you've only given it five days, promotion you're gonna have five days worth of results you know what i mean you, you, know, you, you have to put it in and and yeah. for me because i do it all myself and because i don't put much money into it i feel like i get the results of a person that does it all himself and doesn't put you get know what i mean but that's why i'm not when people ask me like do, you, you've been doing it for so long when are you gonna blow why haven't you blown yet i think i'm comfortable where i am because i know when when i'm in the headspace to switch it up and go different I already know what I want to do and it's like I have the music there that like you say some of it in answer to the timeless question again I know I'm rambling on a bit but some of it I feel like it will always still be good because it, it, it's, it is good do you get what I mean and that's just not myself saying it that's obviously off other people some of it might lose some of it spark and I think oh, why, why didn't I drop it before but I feel like if I'm gonna have longevity in me being there going deep I don't know if you if we speak about this later but obviously mental health and that sort of thing you see a lot of artists fail and go mad ways once they make it up to the top and for me I don't feel like I'm in a good headspace to to even propel up there that quick and be this big person which I feel like with a label you kind of have no choice of course do you get what I mean that's why they signed you mm-hmm. that's yeah <laughs> they sign you they get you in because they know right we're gonna not just rinse you it is good it is good if you can get a good deal then you'd be stupid not to sign a deal, I think. Which, yeah. two years ago, I wouldn't have said that, but now I realise they just do what I want to do, but I better. I do know two years ago, you did say that to me when we met in a train. Mm-hmm. You were on your way to Red Bull or something to do with maybe, maybe. Or something to do with something, mm-hmm. some sort of promotion. And, you, mm-hmm. and I asked you then, it's like, what's going on? He's like, I don't want to be signed. Mm-hmm. I'm okay where I'm at. Yeah. But then now you address that signing to a label is important just as much as maybe not signing but then mm-hmm. there's things like a distribution deal yeah when you're an independent artist it is extremely difficult mm-hmm. it's like a startup business yeah why do they fail because the ceo is the chef the mm-hmm. chef is the waiter the waiter is the accountant yeah. he's also the cleaner mm-hmm. and it's so hard yeah. so when you have a support system someone doing marketing someone doing your merch someone mm-hmm. doing this someone doing servicing it helps someone mm-hmm. doing your time management yeah. it helps another thing as well you have to work at the end of the day you mm-hmm. got to 100%, work 100% yeah that's why Sarah going back to Sarah again but she does so well because she's all about image in a sense of her work is her image if that makes yes, sense so course. even though she's not doing music the modeling also goes straight back into the music hand in hand which as feeds well. into the modeling which yeah. goes in, and it's just all perfect it's a great dynamic to have which I look at Sarah and I think yo that's so sick that's what She's in a position. She's in such a... She a not, label would look at her and think she's marketable mm-hmm. because she's already got the background basic foundation mm-hmm. package already. Yeah. All we have to do is just put her on that billboard, mm-hmm. put her on this thing, put mm-hmm. her on uh, Good Morning Britain or whatever. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she'll just go mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about, about a bit about your background. In what sense? Like, so um, you're mixed race. Mm-hmm. Your mom is from... She, your dad is from? Yeah, mum was born in Germany, but she's English. Okay. So German soil, or yeah. English soil, German, whatever. Uh, dad is Jamaican. Okay. So half, half, 50-50. Do you have a lot of um, Jamaican influence in you or a German influence in you? No, none. I'd You're say neutral? 
Yeah, I grew up in Wolverhampton. So I was around a lot of Jamaican people, should I say. Um, okay. I'd say most of the black people in Wolves were Jamaican as opposed to African. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously was always around Jamaican people and that sort of thing to have a tiny bit of an influence. My sister's dad also being kind of raised by him, I suppose. Um, but at the same time now, like when I go down and see, now that I have rekindled the friendship with my dad and that sort of thing, when I go down and see that side of the family, I speak to them sometimes, I think, yo, this is, this is mad. Like, I feel like I'm just not Jamaican at all. I feel like I've got no idea. Because Jamaican people are very, very Jamaican. Like, mm-hmm. they love their whatever culture. And yeah, 100%. Different. But you're a bit more neutral mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, tell me about your sister. She never used to be into music as much, did she? Karis uh, has always been into music i suppose like she used to play ukulele she used to sing at school and that sort of thing but she just i'd say her voice hadn't matured yet to a point where she even took herself serious to get what i mean like yeah. i didn't take her serious i would like never really put her on any tunes I, I wouldn't have even considered asking her to be on a tune back then so just out of nowhere she just turned that love for singing that she had her voice matured she practiced on it a bit and i'd say now especially right now she just made another song recently she's at a point where even like she's writing the songs instead of me writing the songs and she's killing it now she's mm. i can't wait to drop what she's got do you get what i mean so talk to me about your consistency in terms of i know you said you've not been consistently putting things out mm-hmm. but you've been hammering at music for years yeah you could have left it a long time ago mm-hmm. i left it mm-hmm. a long time ago mm-hmm. i couldn't do it it's just so much dedication mm-hmm. um but you have stuck to it and you have a almost dedicated like fan base mm-hmm. in essence because they even though you're friends and family mm-hmm. they're like on you they, they yeah. whatever you put out they'll support it mm-hmm. how did that how did you make that happen and and how did you end up staying so like still doing music mm-hmm. i'd say like i said before i do i feel like there's certain things i can't express I, when i'm at home i make weird noises i do weird do you know what i mean i'm just there's certain things where I feel like I, I just I haven't said enough. I can't speak. I can't articulate it well. I need to make music. So for me, I make music. And it always sounds cliche. People say, I make music because I love making music. But even if it didn't make money, I would still make music because I have, like, I don't feel right unless I make music. I mean, it's, people have mad hobbies, don't they? Yeah, they like yeah. fishing. They yeah, like this. They like that. Little, remote and people spend a lot of money in their hobbies mm-hmm. a lot of people spend a lot of money so yeah I mean, even if it's classed as a hobby yeah i'd say it, it is a hobby but it is a release as well some people meditate and for me it is kind of being able to you just sit there you listen you go through it there's something about that repetition the four bars you mm. go around you're hearing it it sounds nice the sonics of everything is setting up you think okay I've, I've captured the mood i'm in there now do you get what i mean it's like okay is this making you think of anything no and that's what I feel like. it's just quite like so I, I would still make music regardless yeah um, but it started off in terms of people I'd say I was on Facebook which this is what my biggest problem I say I faced at the minute it's not a bad problem to have but I started off on Facebook being a guy that wrote statuses all the time if you remember I was writing any mad statuses any, yeah mad, mad statuses. <laughs> I was gonna say 
I've changed my name on Facebook, so it's changed. I've deleted everything. So even if you want to find it, it's you a, have it, had the strength to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, in five years' time, I'm gonna get cancelled. Oh, it's took, it's took, it took me about four weeks to, oh to go God. through, and because I used to write like six statuses a day sometimes, and some of it. Wow, you treated it like Twitter. It was, uh, and the thing is, I still can't use Twitter now. I don't even write tweets on Twitter because I feel like I'm doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird, but. Um, I was always, I say I was always writing on Facebook yeah. and I wouldn't say I was one of these Facebook famous people like Kane Larkin or whatever he was called. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't <laughs> one of these people, but I was like, I was always writing statuses and people were interacting with it. I was always chatting rubbish and, and naturally that transition when I went to college, I kind of, I was still loud mouth, but I was a little bit more humble and I feel like that kind of changed my approach to how I wanted to market myself as a musician. I went to school, I went to college and did music and realized yeah. Can I swear? Just, just wanted yeah, to. Know. Yeah, 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 I just realized that. Like, what the fuck you want? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people aren't gonna like. Even though I'm not a dickhead, sometimes people might think you're a dickhead. Do you get what I mean in that sense. And my personality sometimes, because I didn't know how to articulate what I wanted to say, people would think, "Oh, he's just arrogant. He's this and he's that and he's." And I realized you need to tone it down a little bit. Stop writing shit on Facebook. My, <laughs> my brother had been telling me for four or five years anyway, like, yeah. you're going to regret this. <laughs> At those four weeks, I regretted it. But I started like that, carried on and realized, okay, I have a fan base here, which is weird. It's not a fan base, but it is people who like my watch shit. what I'm doing and yeah, they listen. Like so do you know shit. what? Guys, I've started doing music. This is my freestyle. Guys, I've been kicked out of my house. I've, this is this and... Guys, this is, and that's how it started. So that cult fan base kind of thing kind of just come from people already know my lifestyle. And, and that's why I wouldn't change my name kind of thing. Because, yeah, it's Corey Brown. But at the same time, I feel like I have to stick with this because it is my story. I just feel like I'd still make music even if I didn't have that fan base kind of thing. So at the same time, it seems like a grind. Like, how have you stayed so consistent with it? How have you carried on with it? But at the same time, because it is like my meditation, like I say, I haven't really seen it as staying consistent and fighting off this resilient force of, do you want to quit? There's times where I feel like, oh, you're not good enough to compete with people at certain levels, but there's never a time where I'd question if I would stop doing music, but there might be a time I'd stop producing music as superlative, to get what I mean, like putting it out there. It seems like to me, mm -hmm. you've never made anything that you're not comfortable with, or you've never made anything that you don't like doing it for because it's the trend. I haven't seen it. In my eyes. I'd say the only song I've made that I'm not 100% happy with, as in I feel like I compromised a tiny bit, is the song that I did with Red Bull. Mm, um, it is what it just is. comes with that. Do you get what I mean? But that taught me a lot about the industry. Obviously, this is it. You've won the thing. This is the image. Adhere to it. Mm. That's what you signed up for kind of thing. And if I don't like it, don't join. I mean, of, if, you get what I mean? Yeah, but if Universal sign you and they say, listen, we need you know they have a list of artists mm -hmm. who do a list of things mm -hmm. and then they have you they say listen you need to now collaborate with that guy he makes r&b or he makes whatever uh because that's how we're going to squeeze the most money out mm -hmm. of you literally your fans and his fans blah, 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 and they'll market it to you like yeah you're collaborating and all mm -hmm. this then it's all about with music nowadays isn't it selling selling mm -hmm. selling what can you sell 100 no music video has been like Big music videos haven't been done without a syrup bottle on, without, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's selling yeah, it's, something, all beats purpose. or something yeah. mm -hmm. on it. That authentic rawness has like disappeared. Yeah. But you've always kept it like that. Mm -hmm. Why? Why haven't you jumped on Afro Swing, Drill, 
the the Drake kind of stuff trends and all that. Why not? Um, I'd say I take a lot of influence. Like the thing is, a lot of my music isn't out, so a lot of people will question why I haven't ever touched on this style or not. But I'd say a lot of music that I have in there is to come out is a bit more different from what what is out there at the minute so i have touched on some of it a little bit but it's still my my style and i feel like it's just because as with anybody that produces i'm i'm not just i don't know i I don't even feel like i can mimic other people i don't i actually don't feel like i can do it people say people send me stuff and say yo do you reckon you could make me this tune and i'm like nah like i actually can't do it some days i can make tunes some days i can't make tunes if i'm in the right mood and, and my body's telling me this is the tune. My fingers come alive, I play piano. Try it again tomorrow. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't force anything. And some, some people might look at it like it's bad on a business standpoint because you need to have that, what's the word I'm looking for? You need to have that urgency about you, especially in a business. But at the same, I don't know. I just, sometimes I'm just happy to, feel happy about it. Do you get what I mean? I'd, I'd rather never, feel happy. Like, I've never seen you try and make a living off music. Mm-mm. Nah, like I won't sell beats for, for like, do you get what I mean? Like sell beats it's for weird. it. Like, Why it. not? Because I just, I like, I like the experience. I like everything that comes with it. So I feel like I have to get my, like people, I've noticed, I've asked people to work with me back in the day. I asked people to do this and I asked people and nobody ever wanted to do anything. Now, that I've put myself out there a bit. People do come to me and ask me to do this and do that sort of thing. But I feel like people treated it like I wasn't good enough to work with. I wasn't this to work with. So now you only want to work with me because you feel like I'm going Your somewhere. Your sound wasn't what people were used to. Mm-hmm. I would say point. Yeah, well, now nah, I wasn't even I wasn't even rapping. So how do you get what I mean? Yeah. On my beats, they were definitely weird. But even weird. when you did start rapping, mm-hmm. your sound weren't something... You have a very unique way of delivering your rhymes. Mm-hmm. You know that, I yeah, know that, yeah, yeah. the people who listen to you know that. Mm-hmm. It's not like mumble rapping, it's not fast rapping, it's a very... And you, not only that, the words you pick, mm-hmm. your wordplay and the words you deliver, it's it, you, like I have to pause it and understand your, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, it's not even punchlines. Yeah. It's just like very articulate, mm-hmm. very, very articulate. And you've never changed that, which I like. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to understand is like, do you really want to make a living off this? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. I don't care about the money as such. I know the money comes. Money's a byproduct of getting famous and then getting big and whatever. But it's so important. It, it is, but I, it's weird. I don't get motivated, motivated by money or anything. It doesn't motivate me at all. I feel like if I had it, too much of it, it would probably, I'd probably end up giving it all away. But imagine you don't have to work your normal mm. job. Imagine the phone bill and the rent and everything gets paid by music money. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Just that much. That, I'm not saying Lamborghini. Yeah, money. but it will. There's no, I know it will. Uh, really? It will. It will get there because. You're sure of it? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, there's no doubt in it. Do you get what I mean? But then you've done it for so long. Yeah, but I haven't done it with the approach that I know. Do you get what I mean? In a sense of. I feel like there's, there's growth every year and each you learn different things and you think, okay, this didn't work last year or this didn't work. And I feel like with all the material I've got, if I market myself right, the music's good enough for people. To, do you know what I mean? The mu- I believe That's 100%. a very important thing what you just mentioned. If I market myself mm-hmm. right, can't, you, can't, you could have uh, any song in the world if you don't market it exactly. right, just because you put it on GRM daily don't mean it's going to bang. Now, you believe your product is good. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Of course you do, because you're making it, right? Yeah. How do you how do you market this? What's your plan? Well, the the things that I haven't done properly, and this is the thing with consistency. It's as simple as, and it is obviously not as black and white as this. But you have a project. People in 2021 aren't listening to albums as much anymore. I truly believe people aren't covering to covering not, albums. Not not dingy. I do. I yeah. love listening to yeah. this project, mm-hmm. dissecting it. Mm-hmm. But you're right. As a general mass, you yes, know what I mean? like, yes, you're right. And I was somebody that would cover to cover project. I haven't listened to a full Kendrick Lamar album since Good Kid, Mad City. I don't think he's freaking had a proper album for a while now. No, but obviously since then he had to pimp a butterfly, damn. Uh, yeah. He had something else. I've not listened to both of those cover to cover. I'll choose certain tunes that I like out of them and they might have been singles. But this goes down to, I feel like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm guessing I'm becoming more of a casual listener than I am an avid listener. But the casual listeners, I feel like, don't listen to albums as much anymore. So, me dropping a Can I Be Excused project that's, that's, that people don't care about as much from 2017 isn't going to make me blow in any way, shape or form. But dropping it as a certain couple of singles, do you get what I mean? Like every two weeks. It gets a lot of hype. Yeah, you just have to start. And that's all it is, building the traction. Sarah is so good at what she does because she doesn't stop. She might not be finished with some of the tunes, but if it ain't that finished, she'll put it on SoundCloud. But it's still out there. She's still making music. She's still doing this. Her name is always in your mouth. My name, people know I'm serious about music. People know my music's good. But then yet, people will say, you still doing music? <laughs> and I think, what? How can you even ask me that question? <laughs> but that is a reflection of me not marketing myself, right? I don't, it's not offensive. I can't be offended you by it. You need to be, as bad as it sounds, uh, they say that if uh, someone in your area doesn't know if you're promoting something, mm-hmm. then you ain't promoting it. You ain't not doing it right, right, yeah. It's a reflection of your, and people will get mad and say, my music's good enough. Why am I not big? But I know, I know 100% why I'm not all the way up here. But yet. then people say good music travels anyways, mm-hmm. right? They'll travel anyways. You don't have to shove it down people's throats. Yeah. But then would you agree that there has to be a balance? It can only like travel so far. Be in, in front of, it's like there was a song, the artist called Nav Gunner, uh, Lemonade. Okay. You must have I'm heard not, it. You heard no. it? No. Then they ain't marketing it right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, I don't listen to as much music anymore. But mm-hmm. this, this song, Lemonade, it, I have not played it. I, I don't listen to it now, but it got posted on every sponsored video on Instagram mm-hmm. to the point where I ended up listening to it. Mm-hmm. Like I just fell you into stopped. the trap. Mm-hmm. Somehow it now ended up on my playlist. <laughs> okay. Literally to the mm-hmm. point, but... That's the difference, isn't it? Like yeah. letting your music travel mm-hmm. and then um, letting, um, you know, marketing do the talking. Yeah. How are you going to find that balance? Because, well, it, it, the reality is, and when I say progressing each year, I'd say I've been having this constant battle of myself. Of, there's going to be a time where you have to realize that it, it is a business. It is a business, Corey. So do you know what? You have to compromise the fact that you might have to, like, I think because I used to love music so much, you probably know this yourself, the idea of making it in the music industry, you have this big idea of what it's going to be like. You think, oh my God, this is going to happen and this happens and your tune blows up and bang, next week your your phone's this and your phone's that. Realising that that isn't how it is, it's kind of like a big kick in the teeth, but then fighting yourself to say, okay, well, the only way to do it is to do this i feel like now i'm at the level where it's like okay it isn't even that big of a compromise why are you fighting yourself to say oh stay independent you can still stay independent and advertise but if you are going to do it that means you should be advertising more not less you should be advertising more than sony these people you should be or if 
wherever they are advertising, take note and advertise to the left uh, of that. Yeah, Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's took all these years where I don't, yes, I've got better in my music, but to have a sustainable career, you need to have a strong mindset. And my mindset was never there. To, you need to, do to that. be disciplined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything you do. Literally. To be no fair. matter how good your product is. Mm-hmm. If you're not disciplined, mm-hmm. I mean, even Apple have a deadline to release the next phone. Yeah. They have to have that discipline. Mm-hmm. Any from the smallest company to the biggest company, they have to have discipline. Maybe I think that's what you needed to understand that I mm-hmm. need to be at I'm not just making music, but I need to be at it in all aspects. Yeah. From making a music video, mm-hmm. artwork. Mm-hmm. Interacting with people, yeah, putting the actual music out there, mm-hmm. even though I might think da 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 da. Because yeah. you know, you'd say when you listen to something too much, your ear starts getting a bit weird about it. You're like, is it really that good? Do I yeah. even like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I got certain tunes that I've listened to so much now. I think, oh, yeah, if this comes out. But then at the same time, I feel like I make tunes where I know I can still feel where I was in that time, in mm-hmm. a sense of so I can't let it go. I can't disregard it and say it's a pretty tune because. That's how I was feeling. So obviously I have made rubbish tunes, but they don't get finished. You get what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If I can't finish the tune, then it wasn't, wasn't really. Well, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Your merch. Why start a clothing line? Just because I feel like I'm, I'm not the most fashionable person. I don't really follow many fashion trends. Anyway, I feel like I don't wear clothes that look good. Well, if that makes sense. Do you get what I mean? So you could put me in 600 pound clothes. I'd still look like Corey. Corey inside 600 pound clothes. So I thought, what cooler way to avoid that than just put your own name on clothes? Because other people would say, oh, he's just wearing a blank grey hoodie. But now, but now I'm not wearing a blank grey hoodie. This means something. And people can't tell me it's crap because it's my brand, isn't it? So do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So the same. I somewhat do. Yeah. But, but at, why? Mm-hmm. Why are clothing? Because clothing is like some people take this thing seriously. Mm-hmm. They make clothing for a living. Yeah. And now you as an artist, as a musician, you now want to sell some clothes. Mm-hmm. Why? Some people might look at it as like, he's just trying to cream it. He's just trying to squeeze money out of it. No, yeah, because once again, it's something that I did for myself. So if you want to get behind it, as, then it's cool to do. But it, it's there. If you want to buy some merch and support me, but I made the merch originally, so I could wear it. Okay, so you made the merch. Mm-hmm. This is how people can support you, mm-hmm. but you're not as disciplined when it comes to marketing your music. If a label sees that, they'll say, this guy's brought out, this artist has brought out merch, but then where's his product? Where's his tapes? Where's his mm-hmm. album? Where's the credibility as a musician? I'd say both equally inconsistent. <laughs> right. Liter- literally, because one, a lot of it has been getting the mental up there. I know. I can give advice. I can give sound advice about what to do and how to get there. But following it myself, I just feel like I've not been ready, which is natural. Everybody's story. But at the same time, I just feel like I've not been ready to open and do it. I feel like I've had this constant battle with myself about, oh, you're selling out if you do these things, which is a weird thing to think. Always questioning yourself. Yeah. And it's not even questioning my ability. It's just doubting. Yeah, doubt. And it's just thinking, but I'm starting to realize like a lot of it is just the barrier you put up for yourself do you get what i mean Mm. you have to do this in the business if you don't like it don't do it and that's what i feel like with a lot of things if you are just making music for fun then don't be disheartened if you put it out there and you don't get the results that Mm. you would if you did what you're supposed to which is drop a tune every two weeks Mm. make sure you've got a backstory for it do you get what i mean put some artwork into it you've got some short form content some long form Mm. content you might perform it at a park you might perform it in the dark you might (laughs) perform it somewhere else and then put them all together and put it as a little free part yeah, video yeah, yeah. and then the tune's coming out but you know what that tune's out now and then oh guess what next week this tune's out and everyone's like wow which is exactly what I did with Written Free Sundays 
Mm. When I started that project in 2017, I went from somebody that was just a guy that made beats to somebody in Bolton that people said, oh yeah, he, he raps, he doesn't just beatbox. And the first project made 400 pounds and it was up there for free and people still paid for it. And I feel like it was, that then was enough to show me that if I do stay consistent and people can tune into something that I have to offer every couple of weeks, then there is people It feels there really good, it. you know, when you make even a pound back from something that you've put your heart and soul mm -hmm. into. Yeah. Like someone has valued it enough to give me one pound of mm -hmm. their hard work. Yeah. Literally mm -hmm. one pound of their hard work. So if if there's a kid watching this um, and he, he or she thinks, is it really worth it? Because mm -hmm. before it was all about getting signed. Now it's not all about getting signed. Mm -hmm. Now it's all about, can my song end up on TikTok? Mm -hmm. Can my song end up uh, viral? Mm -hmm. Can I create a dance? Yeah. Will my song pop off in the club? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, but you have still stuck to that authentic kind of thing mm -hmm. where I don't want to sell out and, and do whatever. I still want to do my thing, mm -hmm. but just market it the more modern way of yeah. doing it. Mm -hmm. Like you're not being that stubborn. That's yeah, of course. Anymore. I'd say as advice now, if I could tell myself in college, I'd say, listen, get ahead of whatever is the new trend. So when TikTok came out, try it out. Try out the stuff on there. You don't have to be the biggest. You don't, do you know what I mean? You don't have to be the, the most active TikTok user. But what you do, even if it isn't music, if you like to make wooden axes, you, you go to TikTok and you make a wooden axe on TikTok. The whole the song, style. yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and that's right. been my issue. Exactly, the whole song, Whoopty. Mm -hmm. You must have heard no, it. No, you have to sing it to you me. You have. <laughs> I am not getting. Even though I'm not monetized, I ain't getting demonetized. You, you have heard it. Uh, is it by? I don't know the artist name, know. but I know the song because okay. it's on TikTok. Okay. Whoopty, bitch on my side, it's a movie. No. Yeah, you've not no. heard it, <laughs> bro. When I tell you, I've not, I've not been listening to music that much. You know, haven't, I am so jealous of you <laughs> that you haven't heard it mm -hmm. and I have. Every TikTok has that. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of deep dive into stuff like this. The artist doesn't even have the followers mm -hmm. compared to how many times his song has been played. Mad. His song has been played over a hundred million times. Mm -hmm. One song. Mm -hmm. Never had any other blowing song ever. Yeah. Don't even know if, if it gonna have another blowing song yeah. but tiktok probably not to that magnitude made this guy colossal this song colossal mm -hmm. that shows you how much marketing comes into play mm -hmm. yeah a lot of it the is label must love him right now yeah mm -hmm. the ratings that they're getting just mm -hmm. because of that one song mm -hmm. they don't even care if he doesn't make another hit mm -hmm. yeah because this one is tune. what artists forget label soon as they made your money back and some more you're nothing to them now you're just making profit to them mm -hmm. they're just gonna every year whatever album uh, they, they've given you the contract for three album they've paid you this much for the three albums signing bonus they'll pay you uh, xyz every year but mm -hmm. in your first album you've had this tiktok hit you've given them the money that mm -hmm. that they've spent on you that's now true. the rest of the album whatever it is that's mm -hmm. why a lot of artists change labels they mm -hmm. go from universal to sony Sony yeah. to island island to this mm -hmm. people don't understand this literally well my another thing for me like um a guy called Daniel 3D Williams, he, he rang me and said like, bro, I just want to understand why. Like, why, 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 aren't you, why aren't you openly trying to get signed Sign, and that sort yeah. of thing? And I said like, I explained everything I've just said to you with even more of a, it was like a year ago, so it was even more of an anti, like I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and he said like, 
you can sign an album. Like you can't just sign one album to to a label. You don't have to sign your whole live away. That's if they agree to it. That's if well. they agree to it. But like you, you can sign an album. You might even be able to sign two, but you're not signing your whole life away. Which is me. You have this misconception. I'm gonna say it is of you get signed and that's it. They own everything. If they well, say, they do on you. They, they own on the, the master. Deal. They own, yeah, it all depends on exactly. The deal. It depends on how what you bring to the table. Yeah. So, and this is another thing. Right now. I don't bring a lot to the table <laughs> to a label where I can compromise and say this is how it has to run. But then again, if a label again, it's money. Mm-hmm. They're not your family. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do want to own your masters because mm-hmm. if you blow, that's how they'll make their exactly, money. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But they'll let you go on. I suppose owning your masters, yeah, that's something you'll get if you sign. You have to do it, a and lot then they'll of the time. own it for 10, 15, 20 but years. But it's the creative like if they own your creative license effectively and they can tell you that you need to make hits with Dolly Parton and you're feeling like making hits with Billy Ray Cyrus yes I know they're close but I wanted to make a tune with Billy Ray Cyrus (laughs) you know what I mean Dolly Parton she's not quite cutting it and I just feel like they'll tell you well Billy Ray is what's hot right now a lot of artists they they get into a label they kind of go through this school in essence Mm -hmm. uh, this path and then they come out and then they clearly go anti-label mm-hmm, they're all vexed they it makes you think vexed. why most like perfect example is chip he, can't, he, he got signed to ti he, bad deal da, 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 and then this another example in the current market is young ads mm-hmm. signed to one guy didn't like it da, 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 this mm-hmm. another example uh, well it's countless anyways yeah, it's e- people ever who growing. dropped or whatever mm-hmm. and, then, and then they make their own thing but then what they do is they the new thing that I've noticed is they do they get their managers and they do distribution deals mm-hmm. instead. The artist new guys maybe not educated on mm-hmm. is how important a distribution deal is. They don't own your masters, mm-hmm. they don't own the creative side, but they'll just help you license the things. Literally. And especially Apple Music and Spotify change the game. Mm-hmm. Now you don't even need it. now. Now if you have a couple of fans. Uh, and and your quality is good. Mm-hmm. The word of mouth alone just yeah, you just can blow just like that, hundred percent. The word of mouth alone, and and also it comes down to right, how big of an artist do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be Drake? Because if you want to be Drake, you got to have some sort of someone you have to behind sacrifice you. To something. There has to be a team of people that hundred percent, and it has to be because this is the thing. If you are not willing to have that, the certain conversations you'll have to have when it, when you're at a Drake level of level. With 100%. people that if, if you don't want to have it, you need that lawyer or somebody that's going to come in and say, This is how it is. Yes. This is what it is. You're off the album. This is what it is. Yes. And it's like. There is a reason why Drake featured on Skepta's album. Mm-hmm. Skepta featured on Drake's album mm-hmm. because Skepta was doing a lot of tours in America and it's the perfect match that makes sense for Skepta. So he's willing to sacrifice a verse for him and mm-hmm. let him be on his album. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why Universal, who are Drake's current label, told probably told Drake, is go make a song with Eddie One. Mm-hmm. Because this guy is the biggest current drill mm-hmm. artist and this is the trend that we see going. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, 100%. Don't you think you're missing out on these people who do consume that type of music? Maybe, but then I'd just say... I supp- well... I'd say now, nah, do you know what? Because I was about to say like a, something that I would maybe have said two years ago, but I still feel like right now I'm in a stage where I would, I'm really open to collaborate with a lot of people. I only Can as, I get a verse? Only as, yeah, yeah. Only if I'm getting, <laughs> only if you know, if you're still Frey. I need a, I need a verse oh. from Frey. 
I've got a bookmark on my computer, yeah, and it's called Corey and Frazy Samples. No way. And I think there's like two two tunes in there that we must have wanted to sample at the time. And that must have been from the day that you came to my house. But it's no still in my bookmarks on my way. computer. I've changed computers, but it's still, I've got the old computer inside that computer. That would be sick to listen to it and be like, how how you know we've grown up since and, then mm-hmm. definitely my taste in music has changed i'm uh personally now that i've gone back into making uh, music in terms of i like enjoying making beats i really mm-hmm. do i find it so much fun being mm-hmm. able to make something and bob your head to it yeah and come up with your own bars but then again i don't mind the bars i just m- like the music sound mm-hmm. of it but i don't know why i feel like uh, i want to dab into everything Mm-hmm. I want to try drill, making, making, I mean, making a drill beat. Mm-hmm. I want to try and do this. I want to try and do that. I don't know why. Yeah. Do you not feel like that sometimes? But then you don't listen to that much music. Um, I've made, I, I have made drill beats, but I'd say once again, they're still my kind. I've got one drill beat that I'd ever released to somebody that I that I think is it. It's it sounds nice as a drill tune. It passes a drill tune, but it's also this is a bit. Who the hell made this? Ain't really drill. This is and it's like oh, it's superlative sound. Do you know what I mean? That's it. And uh, so I have got other styles of tunes, like stuff branching out with people like my sister, um, Sarah as well. Sarah. Sarah is a very like mm-hmm. almost like not indie, but then unique. Yeah. But then she's not. It's not chart music. Not. It's not yeah. pop music mm-hmm. direct, but it's like a very superlative sound. Yeah, she offers a. a Sarah offers a canvas which is so colourful where you can where I personally can have the ability to try sounds out that I did, maybe didn't want to like if you listen to the project Titan is so very different from So Far So Good which is so very different from Mr Pretender which is more like a dub style tune which I've never made in my life live drums and I'm playing the keys on it we even got uh, Easy Days in to play some guitar on it stuff like I've never done before and so I feel like with other artists I have done that, you might not see my rap on it, but I have kind of done that. But it, once again, still not out there yet. Mm. And it's like, soon, I feel like these conversations that I've been having with myself and with other people, it'll be like, oh, finally, he's, get, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Something, when people say like something just ticked in my head and then out of nowhere, I'll... I sold 7 million items of Juice Plus. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, like that's, I feel like it, it's just tick. People might say 10 years is a long time for it to wait and tick, but I don't know. If, t- if it when, takes when something long, ticks, it detonates, it isn't it? And that's it, boom. And in that case, if it took you that long for it to tick, when do you think um, you will get to the level of success that you want to get to? And if I ask you 10 years from now, mm-hmm. what's the first instant picture that comes to your head? 10 years from now? Yeah. So how old are you now? 25. 25. Same as me. Mm-hmm. 25. So 10 years from now, 35. What do you see? Nothing? Nah, I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, well, I might have smoked before this, but I'm just just thinking, it's like, I'm very unsure, but that's why I'm excited. If there's anything I want to be guaranteed on, I would like to have a family at that point. I'd I'd like to definitely be having a family. I'd like to have a a child... Kelsey, right? With Kelsey, yeah. You listening? Yeah. (laughs) But I'd like to How many? How many children? Yeah. I'm not going to put a number on that. (laughs) Now that I know that I'm being held accountable. (laughs) But definitely at least Off the one. cameras, he told me five. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like, I feel like for me, obviously financial freedom, everybody wants it. To what level I'd like to be able to change people's, not just people's lives, but also change. If I, if I feel passionate about something, be able to do something about it. Right mm-hmm. now, if something frustrates me, 
all I can really do is write about it. Mm. And that doesn't help anybody because I'm not putting it out. So right. I'm just addressing my own feelings and people. I don't have the power to maybe do what I can do if I had that platform to do it. So realistically, there is no clear picture. I just know for me, I'd like a lot of what goes on in here to be a lot more chilled out. Mm. 10 years from now, I have, there'll be, the socks will be in the drawer. You know what I mean? Like, the <laughs> stuff will be properly underneath the bed and that. And, yeah. that, and that's what yeah, I aim yeah. for because I feel like a lot of things that I go through is conflict when yeah. it comes to getting a new job and stuff. It's like, oh, you'll be able to do, you'll be able to do the job. You're more skilled than anybody to do this job. Oh, but you've not learned. Yeah, but they're going to give you training. Yeah, but everybody knows that after the training, you do your first week, then you shit. And it's like, <laughs> what? And you're always constantly, it seems like you're doubting yourself all yeah, the time. I, the thing is, I have self-confidence, but then... It's just I have this constant conflict and sometimes it is quite draining, which mm. is maybe why I don't like to collaborate with some people all the time or even at least until now, because I felt like the energy I had was a bit confused in mm. myself. I'm, do you get what I mean? Yes. And, and that's, yeah, I feel like You that. are a d definitely unique individual because there are types of people who, what they do is they adapt from person to person. Mm -hmm. But then you are always like, you have your own energy. Mm -hmm. You don't like what you don't like. Yeah. It's as a That's just, yeah. You don't try and like something that you possibly might not like. Mm -hmm. You just, you stick to what you know, you stick to what you like mm -hmm. and you do it at the best possible way that you can. Yeah, I feel like. And Is that a good judgment? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'd say I can, I like to try new things out. Don't get me wrong, but I'm very much like you say, if I don't like it, I just don't like it. Like, mm. And that's a problem that some people have and say, oh, he's, like, why is he so picky with things? And mm. I just feel like we, yes. people say everybody should just get on. But I think the easiest way for everybody to get on is to understand how we couldn't get on. Yes. And if I know that's how I'm not going to get on with you, then I'm not going to not do that. And I feel like that's my mantra in life. I feel like everybody should just have that where it's just like, I don't know, just if, if I don't like it, I don't like it. Mm. Don't try and change my mind. It, I understand people get passionate about stuff, but I also understand that people are ready to change their mind when they're ready to. Yes. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. I just feel like, yeah. But that is a good observation because it is pretty much accurate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I don't like it, I don't like it kind of thing. So what's next for you in life? I mean... You can't do shows. Mm -hmm. You can't. You've you've done a few shows locally and blah blah blah. You don't put out much music, but you plan to. You're not signed and X Y Z. How do you? What do you do now going forward? What's mm -hmm. the plan? I think because I've never given myself a consistent run, it's hard to rule out the fact that okay, you haven't made it because you've not tried. If that makes sense. I have tried, don't get me wrong. Have I tried to the best of my ability? A million percent no. A million percent no. I'm saying I've been operating at 35% in terms of consistency. If I could drop a tune every week and do this and do that and do this, which I know I can, it's like I'm operating at a different level. But if then it doesn't work, that's when you start to have the conversation with yourself and say, okay, what am I doing wrong? What the hell is going wrong? But because I've never given myself that chance, I'm still in that very much mindset of like, things will work because I know they are going to work because mm. Even at 35%, things have been buzzing. Now that I'm in the headspace to get there, it's like, okay, now it's time to learn how to get to 100% and do that and get there. Do you get what I mean? I can't remember what the original question was then. But no, no, it's okay. You mm -hmm. make some sense. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about this. Yeah. <laughs> in Planet Faz, we just go. We go, <laughs> we go everywhere. We go everywhere. So you're 25 now. Mm -hmm. You're working with Sarah. Seems like you're heavily invested in her mm -hmm. in terms of 
put in a lot of energy. I'm sure you've had offers from some labels. Managers stuff. Managers say, yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then managers say, we come over do my label, a kind of. So mm-hmm. but definitely no major labels. Definitely, no. No. I don't even think you need a major label. No. You need a, you need a manager mm-hmm. who, who believes in you. And in due time, you need a lawyer. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need a label. Mm-hmm. Now, in this day and age, with Spotify, with Apple Music, with TikTok, with Instagram, mm-hmm. you don't need it. Yeah. I've, I've come across artists I don't even know. Like, I don't even follow them. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them before, but now all of a sudden... That's so true. Even now, these artists are now advertising on YouTube ads. Mm-hmm. I never knew music videos were being advertised on YouTube yeah, ads. Yeah, that's how we got it the It was all news. about Forex trading, mm-hmm. Juice Plus, yeah. <laughs> what not the other, but mm-hmm. now music videos are being advertised on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a bit about your life in general. You still work, you mm-hmm. know, you still have to pay bills. It's mm-hmm. not all glitz and glamour. Mm-hmm. You have had some... Uh, highlights yeah even if you stopped music today right mm. now you've had some enjoyment out of it yeah but you still have to go through the grind of working day mm-hmm. to day and paying the bills how mm-hmm. does that, how does that make you feel and and why have you kept doing that and still done music mm-hmm. i'd say i owe a lot of my being able to operate the way i do to the people around me so like even my good friends Kelsey especially like without Kelsey right now I probably wouldn't be doing music the way that I'm doing it I probably have a completely different attitude to everything I probably would maybe sacrifice a little bit and say oh do you know what I need the money to do this this and that but Mm. being around somebody that also makes sure that everything's blessed at home and making sure that you do have that space where you can be this little creative weirdo that doesn't put out music to anybody (laughs) who should make it but can't I feel like I, I, I don't know like Kelsey does pure to get what I mean like she helps so much and obviously yeah I help out in certain ways but I'd say financially she's definitely like a big driving force in terms of living scenarios obviously music I wouldn't want her really to invest in that sort of stuff just because I feel like you have your own things to do and obviously this is my like yeah obviously you can help out with the merch if you want to help with this and stuff but I feel like there's a weird feeling and I'm probably going to get a bit deep on it now but like there's a weird feeling of obviously there's this there's this whole profile of the man should go to work and provide for the girlfriend yeah, this and that's that long and it's still a thing people still 100% think it there's people in Bolton that have tried to ridicule me for it publicly do you get what I mean mm. but obviously like pays for his trip every week never been a good trim so I'm not that, you know what I mean I'm not, I'm not that fussed like, but people have tried to ridicule me for that sort of thing and it has in sometimes had me where I'm thinking wow are you actually a waste man where you your girlfriend does all the work and you but then I think nah I have to not get it twisted in it if I, there's somebody there that has blind faith in me and not just one person my whole circle the whole SPR team around me that I feel like they make it possible where if like I'm in a job now, for example, I'm really hating the job. There's certain people who would have to stay in that job because that's what you've put yourself into and that's what life's throwing you and you have to do it. And some people will call it, a, maybe I've got like a little safety net that might not elevate me to the next level, but I have a support system around me where if I didn't work for two weeks or even a month or whatever, a year, the people around me would also like, do you get what I mean? I'd be able to survive, which I think is, rare for some people to have to operate and still do music some people would look at that and say you're privileged 100% yeah I'd say I'm more than privileged some people would look at that and say they would say like he is spoiled because he can go on a tangent Mm -hmm. and 
do what the hell he wants to do mm-hmm. whereas someone like me i have to not say me but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. someone like me i have to go work i have to pay my own bills i have to then buy a macbook and then buy a logic pro and then mm-hmm. it's a 10 times out of it for me yeah and then they might look at you and there comes the thumbs down and you yeah too. 100% <laughs> but i think at the same time where people say why haven't you made it or why why don't you want to make what's your focus what's that and it's like i have people around me that love me like next level i have people around me that love me because of the music i've made my friend josh we now have but i'd say yeah, i go as far as saying he's my best friend you get what i mean and it's like i found him through music he's not a musician but he found me through loving my music and now he's a massive support you get what i mean he does he does so much and it's like i don't know i just feel like I'm happy with what I have, whereas before I, I used to feel like I was, I needed something, I needed something. What is the thing I need? And then I started making music properly, dropped it. I thought, okay, do I need people to listen and love it? Yeah, it's cool. I love the feeling. I love being on stage and I love doing that. But I feel like, and I'm not being complacent in saying the things that I have right now, I'm happy I don't want anymore. But I am quite content with what I have. Hmm. do you get what i mean i'm happy with the way that i am and yeah there's certain things where like i don't have financial freedom i might not be able to go and pay for all these things hmm. but the experiences that i have and the things that i do i still feel like i do more than most people hmm. yeah i've not been on holiday in for nine years and seen the world and that kind of stuff and people will say well that's the luxuries that you're missing out on if you're not doing them sort of things but to live a, a life like i'm living i'm still happy with i don't it. like when people say that uh, someone had said to me mm-hmm. a friend of mine we got into a little uh, debate and and they said you missed out on life because you haven't been on this many lives holiday mm-hmm. and i said point blank i said your def- definition of luxury and yeah. living life mm-hmm. is totally different to me yeah i much much rather not go on holiday mm-hmm. and absolutely drag my my backside through work yeah i don't know why but i just prefer that mm-hmm. i'd rather go holiday you know once or twice um sorry once a year or once every two years mm-hmm. i don't have to go to the yeah. odd ib for and all mm-hmm. this or da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. It, that's not my definition exactly it's, it, certain things make people feel happy in certain ways and i think for me growing up in yeah poor family a lot of us did do you get what i mean we like, a lot of us grew up in poor families but i'd say the bigger thing of that is Growing up without my dad and, like we said, the Jamaican inf- influence and all of that sort of stuff, I felt like I didn't really have an identity. I mm. was kind of confused. I had this energy. I've always been this kid with this energy. Mm. I, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's Corey. He's got this energy. He's got this energy and whatever. But I didn't have an identity. I felt like I didn't have anything to back that up with, which mm. was always my thing. Like, you need to back it up with something. Yeah, you're this. And people call you this. And people call you the smart kid. And people call you this. And I felt like I, I, felt like I had to act. Even though it was myself, I felt like I didn't really have any sort of like personality or anything, like I say. Mm. So now that I have found myself and I know who I am and people actually want to hear what I'm saying and people want to listen to what I've got to say and people say, yo, yeah, you're skilled at this and they come to me for that. I feel like I'm more privileged than I've ever been. A lot of things, like I say, it's sorting out what's in here. And when I was younger, it used to just be like this. You know what I mean? And it, it, now it's slow. You've matured. Yeah, I feel like in it's terms just, of your thinking. I'm figuring things out. Things are slowing down a bit. And it's not to say ideas don't race around, but I can control my thoughts a bit better. And I have answers to things that I didn't have answers to before. So for me, I'm a lot happier now than I have ever, ever been. And I feel like people don't, people label things differently. Like 
like the units of measurement for other people. Do you get what I mean? They yes. say obviously one thing, one man's trash yes. is another man's treasure, treasure kind of thing. Yeah. And for me, I'm a lot happier now. So I can't really complain about anything. People ask you, how's life? It's like, I can't really complain. Yeah, I can't go on tours and that. But do you know what? Like, I was going to go on tour. Like, are you mad? Do you get what I mean? Like, I was going to go on tour. So yeah, I was going to go on tour and I'm doing what I'm doing. It just means to me that everything I've slowly thought about is coming. The timeline, I don't put the deadline on it. And that's the urgency that I lack to be a, a marketable artist, if that makes sense. Right. That's so, the only thing that needs switching up, the urgency effectively. And it's like, yeah, I feel like now I'm starting to realise, obviously I'm getting there and it's like, okay, it, it, it's ticked. Your, your situation is good. Do you want to be here in 10 years? No, it's great, but you also need to move on. And if you're going to have a family, you can't have a family and not work. Seek better things in life. Yeah, there's, there's other things. I want to learn other languages. I want to go to Tibet and be with the monks for a year. And that's, do you know what I mean? So there is other things and it's realising, okay, there is more to life. And mm. do you do you feel like you're compromising yourself where you'd hate yourself if you were on stage singing the words because you'd give somebody 15%? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, Comes with the sacrifice. Yeah. In answer to that. <laughs> you give me a lot of insight as to obviously how you think now that you, you're 25 years old compared to when we were 15. Mm -hmm. uh, you still use the same softwares and everything. Ableton. Yeah, I'm on Ableton now. I was on Reason back then, but Ableton now. Cool. So talk to me about, you know, you said that you had um, the mental space thing that you said, that you're in a different mental space now. Mm -hmm. A lot of artists and uh, creatives or people who have uh, high um, uh, things that require a lot of intensity, sports, music, things mm -hmm. like that, they suffer from a lot of anxiety, self-doubt. Mm -hmm. They don't show it because that's their job, but then they do suffer from things like this. Mm -hmm. Have you suffered from anything as such in the eight, nine years that you've been doing music? Yeah, I'd say before 2017, like just in 2017, I was at a stage where I was like ready to just go. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, end it all, bloody blah, 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 blah. This is the end of you because I just didn't understand why I didn't understand, if that makes sense. Things, questions weren't being answered in my own head. I hadn't really met people that I, do you know what I mean? I hadn't really branched out and spoke to the people that I should have. I now know all my family members, I suppose. I've met aunties that I never knew. And there's just, just questions that I have answers to now that when I was a bit younger, I just didn't know. And it wasn't even so much about music because even, even especially in 2017, it was just about beats. and. At the same time, I suppose, there's that feeling of you making beats. You've been making beats for how many years? People aren't listening. So what are you making beats for? Are you going to make music? That was a lot earlier on, but that wasn't a question that made me feel like, okay, this is the end of you. It's just, okay, it added to the identity crisis I feel like I already had at the time, which is like, okay, what are you going to do? If you feel like music is all you can do, people aren't listening to it, and you're too naive and young to not understand about marketing yet and that sort of thing, then what's... What, what's going on with you and then maybe that did add to it and that's why I was like I can't I, I can't carry on and that sort of thing 2017 I heard a video by Russ the artist and he was basically US Russ yeah yeah US Russ not Russ Splash <laughs> <laughs> Russ, US Russ yeah, yeah um, I like him he's yeah he's cool a lot of people don't but I think 
it is what it is. I I, I saw him making what they want on YouTube. Just a video of him. And he's like, he plays it. What you doing? He goes, platinum. But I thought, who the hell is this corny geezer? But he reminded me of like Ryan Leslie back in the day. Do you know what I mean? He's making all the videos. And I thought, cool. I'll have a look into Russ. So I looked at him and I found out, yo, this geezer made one. He released one tune a week for two years on SoundCloud. So, and now he's where he is. So if I could do that for a month, then maybe things might change with your music. Discipline. Do you get what I mean? Just, just, just knowing the consistency of... You know, a lot of the times you don't have to put out the best no. thing in the world. The quality of it was crap. The quality now, in hindsight, was crap. But I still perform it on stage now and people sing it back. So it's yeah. like, it doesn't it make doesn't sense. It doesn't have to it, be the best, best, best thing in the world. And I pick on that because I am exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Like with my podcast, I am so perfecting like that lie is not exactly what mm. I like it. I want to need to ask the guest can we do it again yeah. or whatever. Sorry but, to cut you off though, but at the same time I feel like things are so competitive now. There's a standard yes. that people expect. Yeah, and it's it's an expectation that you can't well, Now, nah, do you know what it is? It's because we pay attention to those fine details now. Some people some people still don't pay attention to it. So they're happy to put it out. Me and you will know that, okay, well, when I watch a video, if it ain't popping the way it is and I'm, I go, I press the settings bar on YouTube and there isn't no 1080p. Oh my God. Uh, what the hell's going oh on? Oh my God. So <laughs> many of my friends, this, this has been recorded in 4K. So many of my friends said, uh, why 4K? Why mm-hmm. not doing 1080? I'm like, I want it 4K. You want it, yeah, exactly. I want it in 4K. Yeah, yeah I want, if, if it's there, I want it. I want I watch it in 4K. Videos and I Why love... not? Can I not have it in 4K? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. But sometimes it's, all, it's, it's a good approach to have. But sometimes, again, it can take over that side of, you know, it the marketing. and It can stop a lot. And at the same time, you'd realize, and this is the thing, you'd realize that if the content was good anyway, people wouldn't have cared. I will watch certain things even if, like, even it's if, if I click the settings button, it says 720 is only available. I still watch I'm like, it. you know what? It's you. I'll watch it. So, I'll watch so it. So cool. Content, but, product. Yeah, exactly. So at the same time, I suppose, you can, yeah, like, you, you can. But then again, we say that product is so important, but there is, there is trash music. Yeah. That sells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That people consume. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. But they do. It's yeah, the same yeah. reason, like, loom bands are still selling now. <laughs> Because as pointless as they are, the, the marketing is there's there's always somebody that wants to hear something. There's always somebody that wants there's to wear always something. There's space for it. Yeah, like, and if you can put the right market into it and you can get it in front of people. And that's the thing. That's been my big realization. I know it's been the theme. Yeah. Uh, just realizing that you do have to market things properly to get it there. Do you get what I mean? Do you think that having a support system that you have, mm-hmm. your partner, your friends, your family, mm-hmm. has made you a bit of a... I don't want to say the word, but kind of bit too laid back because you won't have that hunger, that desire. Mm, yeah. That like, I need to make it at any cost. Look at me where I am. I'm still in my mom's house. Yeah. Because you have that comfort of a partner who helps you in the house, which mm-hmm. is extremely nice and kind. Mm. But that can make a man... A hundred percent, yeah. I say sometimes, I think... Whereas if you were in your mom's house... Yeah. If you're... Quote unquote, if you're in the gutter, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Now, like, see, I think 
Gotta. Sometimes I think you would have been like. I question what the hell will it take for you to feel like you're fighting? Like, you remember Eric Thomas? If you can breathe, <laughs> if you want to breathe as bad as you know what I mean? If yes. you believe as bad as you want to breathe, yes. I'm thinking, yo, I've drowned that in the desire. water. Yeah, I'm thinking, I, sometimes I still haven't felt it. Like, where is. Sometimes I question, like, where is that genuine emotion? Some people talk about this, this birth for life and this. And I used to question, like, what are people going on about? I don't feel like I have this connection with the world that I feel. And now that I'm learning myself a bit, I realize, nah, man, it, it all comes from within. It doesn't just appear. You don't just click your fingers and you get a drive. If you don't have one, there's a system in place to make you, okay, baby step. Now you have a drive. Everything has a formula. And do you get what I mean? And that's what I've had to realize. So, yes, in answer to your question, I'd say for a lot of the years have been because it's not been that I need to get their mentality, which you'll see from the answers that I've given today. I still don't feel like I need to make it in music, but then there's the question that you have in your mind. They have invested of, so much in you. Yeah, exactly. Money and is not the most important no, thing, but exactly, time is. Exactly. It's like, well, well, what, have you, what have you been doing this for? As much as they like, love your mm-hmm. craft, they'll support you just because... They, you could make the sh- crappiest song mm-hmm. and they'll support you because yeah. they love you. Yeah. Right? They love you, mm-hmm. but... They're investing your time. Mm-hmm. Do you not feel like a sense of responsibility that I need to make sure I do what the fuck I can do to kind of help them change their life? Yes, but at the same time, I know that in the next few years, it will be there, no doubt, anyway. Are you 100% is, sure? I'm 200% sure. We could... I'll could, ask you point again. Mm, yeah. I could look in this camera right now. Corey Brown, look into mm, that camera. I'll look at this camera now and say, if I come back in two years' time, I'll be sat here and you'll say, bro, I'm not going to put a number on the, the position that I'm in. But, in. but you will say, okay. Miles better position. Bro, how is it owning this? How is it having this? What was it like to work with such and such? How is this? What is whatever? Do you know what I mean? The only thing that is in between myself being as big as I can be at the minute has been my urgency and that sort of thing. So if the only thing you need to switch up is your urgency and that's the only thing that you have going against you, then it's like, all you have to do is apply the foundation that works and go from there. Do you get what I mean? People mm. will say, why haven't you done it yet? But I can look straight in here and say, two years from now, I'm saying look straight in here, two years from now, if we had this conversation again, it would be very different. Very, very different. I expect to see you in 2023. Mm-hmm. Don't forget me when you're big, boy. <laughs> How can I, bro, I still, I'll probably still have that Corey and Frazee samples. <laughs> you know what? Now, I have my own, this is a dream come true for me. I have my own studio. Uh, the sense of having your own studio is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can do what I want. I would love those files. Yeah. And uh, I would love to do something. I don't know what, maybe even play one button on, on a track that you do, but it'd be an amazing honor, especially because I, I personally have a lot of respect for you yeah, because you're a no matter what I ask you or what people say, you have a sense of dedication. Mm-hmm. It might not be that much mm-hmm. like to make you number one, yeah, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. In a, any race, there has to be someone who's first and there has to be someone who's last. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean the person who's last was not dedicated. Mm-hmm. They were equally as dedicated, but yeah. the guy who was first had the edge. He He's, had that yeah. killer mm-hmm. instinct. Like he's willing to die. Mm-hmm. And that's but it. That's the, the willingness. And there has to be, but sorry to cut you off again. No, no, it's okay. Some please. people are in a, in a weird state where they don't believe that that's true. Mm. But like, like people, I could sit here today and say, I ain't made it because the people, 
Hey, paying attention <laughs> in the right places. Yes. This, but that you have to, ha- if you're going to operate in a certain way, you have to be real with yourself. Like, you can't just expect to get results from not working. Do you get what I mean? And there's certain things that happened to me, l- I say last year, but we lost 2020 like it was nothing. So in 2019, well, 2014 to 2018, I was ridiculously thin. Before 2017, I had like an eating problem because of my anxiety, because of this thing. I didn't know it was an eating problem, but I wasn't eating at all. I look back now and I yes. wasn't eating at yeah. all. I look back at my videos, my arms were thin. And back then I was saying, I don't need to go gym. I don't need my body's fine. Not realizing what the gym can actually do for you. Like mm. going to the gym this time, I stopped smoking weed. I stopped smoking in general. You stopped? I stopped for four months. The only reason- Congratulations. I, thank you. I'm, I'm back smoking again now. The only reason- okay. I, I kind of started because I had this mad skin condition that started on my skin. Things started happening with my body. Long story short, the doctors thought I had lymphoma. It wasn't that. And in the time of me getting my, basically all of that going on, I was like, I, I, I want to smoke. Blah, blah, blah. But rubbish, just like pointless. I wish I never did it again because now I'm at the point where it's like, you're smoking again because you're bored in lockdown and whatever, whatever. But You're going to get rid of that, are you? Yeah, eventually? I, I know I can get back off it. But the thing is, for me, it's like, it wasn't just that for me. The gym changed so much in, in a sense of it starts off that foundation of that's the foundation that starts the thing that starts the thing that starts the mm. thing. And it's like you in anything, in any race, you have to start to finish kind of thing. And obviously, I feel like there's certain things I just hadn't started doing. Going to the gym, I realized, oh, my God, OK, well, maybe I actually want to do this. You set yourself another goal. I want my body to go like this. Oh, now I can swim. I couldn't swim for... 23 years I learned to swim in a week <laughs> do you get what I mean but and that sounds like something so small but for me bro when I learned to swim that was such a big thing over my life where I thought I've been telling people for a long time I can't swim I can't do this I can't do this I can't do this no I can't do this I can't tell an analog clock time I still can't tell an analog clock time you mad I can't tell an analog clock time I've tried to learn to tell an analog clock time and I still can't do it do you get what I mean? It's just weird. I, I do. I, I understand that, okay, this is five minutes, this is 10 minutes, but change the wording. I can read an analog clock. It just takes me a lot longer than it would do to By me. the time you read it. <laughs> By the time I read it, I could have just said, okay, it's this time. Do you get what I mean? So I know. And getting over those things that I was so hard-headed and saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. Learning to swim was the foundation for me of starting to realize that like, you need this There's is, other things in life that's, you know, that you can learn that actually benefit you. Not even that. Doing the one thing is, which is so completely unrelated to music, mm-hmm. started, I started eating properly because I wanted to put weight on, which in, I realized, oh, you've got a goal, then you meet that goal and then you get it and boom, your endorphins are going and whatever. And yeah. You, you, you've, you've got a goal. So do you know what? Scrap that. You've had this on the wall for two years Take it off your wall. <laughs> take it off your wall. It's done nothing for you. Bang, take it down. Ring Sarah right now and record the tune. That you, just take it off the wall and ring her. We did it. I do this and I started to realize it all starts from the one, the one action that you thought might, wasn't even related to your music. You were telling people you didn't need to go to the gym because you, we were fine. Mm. But the gym has now changed everything massively outlook on your just la- yeah. yeah man and i felt better my sinuses in turn got better everything my headspace was so much better and then obviously lockdown happened and i've been in it i kind of feel not like i've 
broke my momentum a little bit, but it is kind of, well, not like I've stopped, but I feel like I have kind of broke my momentum. I was on a very like strong upwards, upwards thing. And I feel like I've kind of just been like, like everybody has during lockdown. Do you get what I mean? So, but I feel like if lockdown hadn't have happened, the conversation we'd be having now would be very, very different because I feel like it just halted a lot of what I've, these 10 years of preparation and realizing I've finally come to this point where I was like, cool okay, you understand, get it going, get them going, release this, do that, do this. And I feel like now, safe, we, we, we are in a good space. Even, I think the so lockdown you would is, say, sorry, go on. you'd say you've got that instinct now, like that killer instinct, that tick, in, that, that drive, that passion. I'd still, I'd still say I don't feel like I, I would. I don't, I don't feel like I wake up every day and feel like I need to make it. If it doesn't happen, this, this and that. But I wake up and know it will happen. The only thing that could happen to me now to stop it from happening is death. Do you get what I mean? And that's the way I look at it. But the urgency, I question when am I ever going to have 100% urgency and be like that. It might, it might never be in me, but will I make it 100%? The dedication is there. The urgency isn't there, which sounds so confusing. But do you get what I mean? Like, but now you can understand. I don't care now you, you exactly. Now you can I understand don't. the conflict of what goes like, through my head. I'm honest. Yeah. I'll be straight. You're a, like, do you get what I mean? You were, I feel like you, you set yourself a goal and I can remember walking with you down some street and you were talking about the fact that you want to drive and that and you're going to start <laughs> doing your lessons and that. And then you pulled up today and I thought, yo, remember that conversation we had back when you said you wanted to look at you now? Do you get what I mean? Bro, if I set something, I have this, I have this, um, Come through. I have this thing where I'm obsessed mm-hmm. until I have achieved it. Yeah, I am obsessed. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I had an obsession with collecting this piece of clothing, this line of clothing from Nike. Mm-hmm. I would sacrifice anything. It's weird. My my yeah. obsession is is unhealthy at times, but that's me. Mm-hmm. and it seems like with you you're just more of a you know it's gonna happen you mm-hmm. have trust in your craft mm-hmm. but you don't seem to have that like what i have that obsession yeah that, with that making obsessive it. drive yeah yeah and the obsession it's and, weird and and that's why I feel like that's why it's not making sense to me. Yeah, that that's how this is this is the big conflict that I have with myself. Which when I when I tell you like I had the identity crisis and that sort of thing, it's like why if you do music and you're good at music and you know you're good at music and you know you're gonna make it and you know you're gonna get there, then why why don't you have this burning desire in you to do it? Why are you and not then, waking up every morning? Do you get what I mean? And you're fighting exactly. your demons. You have to be work at 7 a.m. So mm. I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. I'm going to finish that mix mm. by 6 a.m. I'm going to shower. I'm going to go to mm. work. I'm going to think of a song in my lunchtime. I'm going to come back home. I'm going to do this. Why? It's mad. I couldn't. People say, oh, is it because you're lazy and you don't want it? Do you really want it? Eric Thomas would say, how bad do you want it? If you don't want it as bad, if you don't want it as much as you want to breathe, then do you really want it? And I say. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, what, that's, I know exactly what you're saying. And this is what goes back to when I say. I can give people the advice on how to do it. I know how a person should operate. Sometimes I feel like I'm not actually a human person. Like, how can you know all of this stuff and you yeah. digest all this stuff and yet you can't have the genuine feeling to feel the drive? And it's like, do you have the drive? 
yeah, obviously I have the burning drive, but people talk about this desire and I know so like you, for example, are a person that I could say no matter even if I didn't know what you were doing today and you'd set up this, I'd know whatever you were doing, you were going at it hard. Some people would say, Do I do that with a lot of stuff? Nah. I feel like I've got a very easy laid back approach to life. I want a lot, but I'm also You have a very weed approach. Yeah, and I'd say even before I smoked, I was very like mellow, I'm relaxed. Just chilled. I'm it doesn't I'm a very But you know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I'd say, do you know what? I'm you just I'm just happy it. when I feel happy. And that's what matters to me because I just feel like if I feel happy then cool. What, I lose sleep. What can I moan? Yeah, see I'll lose sleep. Nah, see I, I was working last night, mm-hmm. twelve hours. I finished from eight to eight. Mm-hmm. I finished, I went home. I had breakfast, I showered, I came here, mm-hmm. not slept since. Mm-hmm. I'm still round the clock. I won't get out of this place until midnight. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's shy of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I'm just crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm a lunatic. I'm yeah. obsessed. Uh, my obsession with being able to, as much as I love my job or whatever, I mm-hmm. don't, I want to do this. I, and I want to do this. No, nah, yeah, I understand period. that. Yeah, you're like instantly on it and I feel like... 100 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. It's took me a long time to get to a point, even with my brother, and it's weird because my brother, we favour each other so much. Like, I'm so like my brother. Mm. But at the same time, the only bit I lack is he, he's the same as you. He, he, he was obsessed over that thing. For me, don't get me wrong, back in the day or even kind of now, like... I get in the studio with somebody, Sarah, for example. We can go for 48 hours and make tunes because I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time and whatever. I don't see it as work. I just see it as I'm having a great time. I'm enjoying it and I'm cool to do that. The second I've realized I've got to go and do a 12-hour shift in Aldi or something, which isn't a bad place, but I'm like, oh, this doesn't resonate with me well. And then I think in my head, well, well you're going to get money to be able to do this in music? And I think, well, that's how, I, that's how I look at it. And that's well. how my brain will do that. But the driving force, the, the stronger force, which has been the big conflict that I've had to... And people just say mental health isn't... It, it, I don't know. It, oh, it's this and it's that. And I don't... Like, I will always say, like, I'll downplay it and say it isn't mental health issues. But it, it kind of is... A, if you have such a conflict in your mind of, like, you know one thing should be one way, and yet you operate in another way, to me, that's kind of insane. It's a bit insane. It's, it, it is a bit strange isn't it it is strange and even being able to admit it and say it doesn't answer the question mm. do you get what i mean yes. and that's what i found it doesn't answer the question I, I feel like i've tried certain things that i thought okay maybe this would work or maybe this will mm. and it hasn't answered the question and i think okay well when are you gonna have that thing when are you gonna have that something that makes you do it and i feel like starting the gym like i say was kind of that turning force but I started thinking you, you do need to collaborate with other people you do need to do this thing because you never know no what issue. you learn from someone yeah exactly and that's the thing there's, there's saying you want to learn from people but you have to go and learn from people yes. do you get what I mean yeah uh, it's all right me saying I only want to work with people I only want to learn from people that are so sonically amazing and this and this and that but how are you going to get there you can't work with these people unless you just the, go yeah. and do your stuff that's and, and that's the thing just do that's, I wrote that in 2017. Can't be scared, status. yeah. And obviously, put the it on it, and it's nice. But obviously, I put it on my status, just do. And I told myself, that's what I'm going to do. I did everything but that. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, I won the Red Bull thing. And I did do a lot in 2017 to 2018 yeah. in terms of for myself. But I feel like this year has been very much like, okay, 
you need to get it into gear and realize that you have to do these things or so collaborations you have to do these collaborations which is why obviously now i'm getting more people on the tunes guitarists and that sort of thing started to finally push things and it's hard to speak about things because we've because of the nature of the conversation and obviously we know that a lot of the stuff that i have doesn't come out yet it's hard to speak about things and s- do you know, if I, it was already out next week, when the tune comes out next week and we had the conversation, I'd be able to speak with it with the same, what's the word I'm looking for? Like authenticity that I have in my head. Like, so when I say to you, it's starting, which sounds like, oh, you said that before. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah, when I say it's yeah. starting and I say this time, we've got a tune out next week with the mouse outfit. And then after that, we've got a tune coming out with Bannister's recorded. And then we've got another one that, like that is, that is now happening. Whereas before, I feel like I didn't have it set in motion. And when you say things like deadlines and that, that is kind of the only thing that's forced that to be something. But somebody else's deadline, somebody else's collaboration, which in turn has made me think, okay, well, if this is how they operate, I have to do this as well. Because it puts discipline in you. Yeah, but like you say, you learn that from somebody where I wouldn't, wouldn't have thought I would have learned that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So I've had to collaborate. If I had to give any... Um, so if there is anybody else that feels these kind of ways, there must be people that, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. If there is, if, if not, one of a kind, whatever. I feel like you have to go out there and like you say, learn from these other people. Because Talk to me about the Red Bull thing. How did that come about? How did you win it? Josh basically yeah. was sending me any, What was anything. it? What was the, for someone who doesn't know, what was it? Okay, so it's called Raise the Bar Challenge. Yeah. There was two of them. The first one, obviously, year before. You enter like a 16 bars to Red Bull. Um, so Josh sent me that and I was like, nah, nah, I don't want to do this one. don't want to do this one. He always sends me stuff all the time. Corey, do this. Corey, do the rap game. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Okay, why not? Corey, do this. And then the Red Bull thing, I was like, okay, team salute. Um, Afro beats kind of tune. I'll listen to the beat if I like it. If it makes me want to write, I'll write to it. That's, that's it. So heard it. This is, is kind of nice. You know, I like this tune yeah so i wrote the the 16 bars you could go down to london to actually record the verse or you could send it in online so i sent it in sent my verse in whatever it was like three people had entered yo we've won josh we have to have won we must have won there's like three people have entered and then i thought nah we made a mistake here bro he's like why i said like Everyone's going down to London to record it in the studio. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've done it online before, everybody. We're going to get forgotten, bro. We're going to get forgotten. And he's like, yeah, that, we just have to accept it. We've, we've, we've done it wrong here. And we're watching everybody in the studio live. And we're like, yo, he was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was good. Yo, she was sick. You know, yeah, she was sick. And then me. And then he was like, yo, we, Josh, man, they're all at the studio. They've got a fancy Red Bull mic. It's nice and gold and that. Scatters there, Grizzle, they're all doing it. Because it's nice you'll have that in your catalogue as well. Yeah, and even as a video, it looks sick. If you it just looks do, sick, yeah. yeah. so obviously mine's at home on my camera. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But at the same time, it, it just proves that the content of the delivery can shine through sometimes and, and, and backing up what we say, and it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be 1080p. It was, do you know what I mean? It didn't need to be 4K. It Thank was you. just off my phone, and it went from however many people there was, like 100 and something, it got put down into 10 people that Team Salute chose. And then you went... And then it went to the, the public. Yeah. So the public decided, okay, out of these 10 people, five people are going to go through to the final. Who will then go into? 
Red Bull Studios. Who will then go to Red Bull Studios and perform, basically record the new tune with Team Salute. So we put it through to the public. And at this point, I thought, just, <laughs> you're just a geezer that lives in Bolton, bro. Like, ah, you got far. You got far. Do you know what I mean? But you, and bro, when I say the whole, that's when I realized this is, this is real. Like people back you in it. Like people actually back you. But I had a drive and it sounds weird, but I must have, like, I'm on the phone to my energy lady and we were talking, not just my energy, not my personal energy lady. I was chatting to the girl on the phone talking about my bill. And uh, I was like, oh, thank you. Energy as in electricity. Yeah, electricity, my energy lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I'm chatting to her about electricity, whatever. I was like, okay, yeah, so we, thanks, everything's fine. She's called Annika. I'll never forget her name. I said, oh, by the way, before you go, can you just go to rebel.com forward slash blah, 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 blah. I'm hustling hard to get people to do this. And she's like, oh, I'll get everybody in the office to do it. And I'm like, thank you, Annika. Bless but the drive and the desire. And, but that marketing. What? Marketing, yes. But do you know how many votes you might have got from that? Probably the whole office, like she says. <laughs> like she says. You massive, don't know. Ex- she might have put it on a wall. On yeah. Team meeting anything, yeah, anything. Take five seconds out of your day to do that. To just do it. Um, but it took you five seconds out of your day to say that. It took me. And it's having the, do you know what it is? It's that buzz that you have inside yourself you don't know when you say that to the right person mm-hmm. but it's being in a position to even say it if that lady was the difference between you losing and winning mm-hmm. that alone should just tell you boy you never know when i market myself into the right person yeah. into the right crowd mm-hmm. i might end up marketing myself to the freaking uh, one true. of the one of the uk uh, execs of spotify mm-hmm. i don't know because these things matter well well funnily enough changing it again the ableton I got, and now, oh, like, I had a cracked version of Ableton for four years. Everybody has a cracked version of Ableton, do you get what I mean? But I went to, like, a seminar that I was performing at, and there was, like, a panel, a talk show of people talking about stuff. I knew there was somebody there talking about Ableton. I didn't know he worked at Ableton, so I put my hand up asking him, hi, I'm superlative, I, don't, I never went to university. Uh, is there a way... But like people like myself who didn't go to uni, don't have a student loan or whatever, can get a student cheap. Like, is there a way to get Ableton cheaper? Basically, that's what I asked. Because I have a cracked version. And he was like, I don't know if you know that I work to Ableton, like I work at Ableton, but like the fact that you've come here today and told me that you've got a cracked version and you've asked in front of everybody for a cheaper version, whatever, we could probably work something out in the future and maybe work something out to give you a free copy. So I was like, oh, blessed didn't really think massively of it. I just thought, you know, you're on the panel, you might nice it off in front of everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, it's it a bit. But then I performed afterwards and, and then he, he come up to me afterwards and um, he was basically like, yeah, you're sick. Like, you, you were sick, whatever, whatever. And then he was A man works in Ableton, yeah. you know? And then he was like, well, I'd love to do some sort of workshops with you. Did this you do is not a joke. Did you do anything else? And I was like... Well, yeah, I produce music as well. But Forget Red Bull B-box. Studios. Yeah. Red Bull Studios is big. <laughs> but this is Ableton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Millions mm-hmm. across the world mm-hmm. use Ableton. Yeah. It's a world... Jay-Z might use Ableton. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, this is like big. We have to do some uh, workshops and that sort of thing. And I was like buzzing. And then during the lockdown, there was like a coronavirus hardship fund from Help Musicians which I got like 500 pounds. I was going to buy uh, Ableton with it because I thought I'll buy Ableton because times had ticked over and whatever, we'd spoke about getting it. For Nothing's free. happened. Well, no, it was just, it, 
it was kind of going to be in exchange for a workshop with Ableton, which already is the most gasping. I was just like, of course, I'll just, I'll just do the workshops. I don't of care course. About it, you know what I mean? But in exchange for that, I'd obviously be credited with Ableton. But then the lockdown hit, so no, none of that happening. And I thought I'll buy Ableton. And then the, few, the law of attraction, just the way the universe works, Kelsey, she does this thing where, because obviously she's a student, so I thought, I'm going to buy it. I'll try and get it on a student license. But Kelsey's whatever, whatever. Kelsey does this thing where she likes to send off original documents. <laughs> so like proof of being at university, original document is, is gone <laughs> to whoever, not, not the photocopy, the original. Oh my dear. <laughs> so obviously <laughs> what? it was a blessing in disguise because, what? because now we can't get student discount. So I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm buying it. Oh, I'm, Kelsey, I'm, what have you done? <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm buying a microphone instead, but it was his one chance. It, okay, it was like it was supposed to happen because same day, Simon messaged me and said, like, have you been bloody blah, 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 blah. I forgot I was supposed to do this with the Ableton. Here's your license. Bloody no. Blah. Bro, on the same day I got my microphone, I got a free, sweet version of Ableton. And that goes to, <laughs> that goes to prove that. Yo, Logic. <laughs> Run me my money back, you see. What's his name? Simon. Simon. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Listen, I'm willing to come over to Ableton's side. <laughs> I've been on Logic for like 10 plus years. <laughs> but that, that should tell you that, you know, you have some sort of luck, mm-hmm. law of attraction, good karma, mm-hmm. something working in your favor, mm-hmm. clearly. Trust you in didn't, the process, I'd say. You didn't win Red Bull for no reason. Mm-hmm. You didn't stumble across the guy who works in Ableton for no reason, mm-hmm. right? Him asking you to do workshop. Mm-hmm. This, these type of things don't happen to everyday 100%. person. Mm-hmm. You have to take this mm-hmm. and run with it. Yeah. Not my advice. Mm-hmm. I simply tell you point blank because I want to see superlative mm-hmm. when I flick through channels or on YouTube. Fully, fully, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two years from now, the thumbnail I'm going to put on this video, I'm going to okay. put in, you know, what you said two years from now. Mm-hmm. And I want you to look at it anytime that you have this doubt or whatever. Or a I want you period. to send it me every week. <laughs> <laughs> as a reminder, mm-hmm. put it as your Facebook banner. <laughs> Whenever you're uploading a status, you see it. Or print it off and put it as a thingy. But, you know, in two years' time, mm-hmm. I hope that you have this, this same drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can address the fact that you do have something going for you. Mm-hmm. You're not just another artist. Uh, you do have things, you know, family and blah 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 and you do have a good situation a humble situation mm-hmm. a blessed situation and run with it mm-hmm. take it and run with that's it that's true don't walk with it no more mm-hmm. don't for walk real with though it. as friend to friend that's good advice don't isn't walk it? Like, with it obviously some people will say run with it just is what it is isn't it leave it but the fact that you can say no. safe obviously shows your intentions isn't it yeah so. i can't turn around and say good luck to you i hope uh, da, da, da. i hope you come back in two years that's not the point of the podcast mm-hmm. the point of the po- this is why i asked you two times you know mm-hmm. that are you sure yeah whenever you doubt yourself look back at this video mm-hmm. and run mm-hmm. as fast as you can as hard as you can mm-hmm. for as long as you can and in two years time if you did and it didn't work out, God or higher power or whoever has better things for you. Mm-hmm. But if you did, then it'll pay off. Mm-hmm. And I'll get a lot of views. <laughs> real. Okay, that's the aim, yeah? So the aim is for whatever many views this gets, in two years' time, we populate. That's, basically, 
That one's getting so much views because people are waiting for this one. But this one gets more views instantly. And then obviously the next I one. love watching artists or people's back back in the day mm-hmm. videos. Think how they thought back mm-hmm. in that time and what it took them, mm-hmm. what it really took them. Yeah. And I do believe that you do want to be successful. Mm-hmm. People might not, but I know you. Mm-hmm. But a viewer might think, oh, he's just... People think it's camera. confusing. Yeah, people a think lot it's of people, yeah, everything's mm-hmm. confusing. What does he mean? He doesn't have an obsession. Does, mm-hmm. does he really want to do it? Mm-hmm. But then, does your average rappers that are out now, they just make the song, they hit it mm-hmm. off, they then get a beat with a famous producer or up and coming or a sick producer, they get a sick feature, and they, do they really put the grind? Mm-hmm. A lot of them, yes, they do, mm-hmm. but a lot 100%. of them get the one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, they know the guy who's the manager of this mm-hmm. guy, and then I made a sick song, and now I'll keep making a song until it's a sick song, mm-hmm. and then I'll email it to him, and then he'll market me on. Yeah, yeah. That's how Digger D, not Digger D, that's how Dig That was okay. because Dig <clears throat> That knew Bouncer, and Bouncer is close friends with Crapton Conan, mm-hmm. who obviously have a big label. Yeah. XYZ crept in corner and gave him a verse. Song okay. blew off. Dig that mm-hmm. is now dig that. Dig that, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then someone like you, Paul and no one like that. Nah. There is, nah. nah. <laughs> I think you have the potential to fully mm-hmm. stamp your ground as an artist from Bolton. Yeah. Fully mm-hmm. stamp your ground because mm-hmm. you, you're 100%. There are other artists in Bolton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's loads. A close friend of mine mm-hmm. is a very dot L. Are you, do you know dot L? L. You must have heard of him. Maybe you, maybe not. No, I feel like I've heard of... Nah, I feel like... Dot Lyrical, he used yeah, to go. Okay, by. Dot Lyrical. What's his name? You could Oasis. Chop it out yeah, yeah, Oasis, Oasis. Oasis. Where do I know this kid is from? He did a couple of performances with me and da da da. Probably. Maybe, yeah, yeah, But yeah. he claims mm-hmm. that he has the certified stamp of Bolton. Okay. He thinks he's the best artist in Bolton. Mm-hmm. You might not have that drive to be the best artist, but I want you mm-hmm. because it's all competition and it helps. Take that. Mm-hmm. I want you to come in and be like, I am superlative, bitch. Mm-hmm. This is what I produce. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. I want him because you both are my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe him close, close, more close to me, but mm-hmm. I'm not as a non-biased. I am saying I want Two great artists. There are other artists in Bolton, but two great, solid, who have been going on for ages. Mm-hmm. Go. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And see who, you know, who... Do, because it's only going to help you. It's only going to help him. Fair play. Mm-hmm. My friend, <laughs> it's been an absolute honor. And I'm so glad that you came. Take, took for your real? time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, yeah. it's been deep. Mm-hmm. I tried to for take real? you as deep as I can, but mm-hmm. you've... Uh, I think the swimming helped you. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, uh, I'd love to do this again another yeah, time, especially maybe after your project has come out. Mm-hmm. We dissect the project, yeah, we man. listen to it together, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I'd love to review it. But thank you very much again. Yeah, and, for real, um, thank you. Nah, thank you. Corey Brown, if you like this, you know what to do. If you don't like this, you know what to do. If you want to subscribe, you know what to do. If you don't want to subscribe, I don't know what you want to do.